Social Zoom Factor, episode 190. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are continuing our conversation around the Get Fit Social Business. The prior episode, episode 189, we launched our 2016 content marketing editorial calendar. So if you have not downloaded that calendar for 2016, it's broken down by month, week, and day for you. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar and listen to episode 189 because it has a tutorial teaching you exactly how to use it. And I give a little bit of a, a deep dive in a nutshell overview of what is content marketing. So today we're continuing that conversation And I'm going to share with you 10 of the top mistakes that I see even the smartest, most social, digital savvy marketers make when it comes to content marketing. So let's go ahead and dive in. Number one mistake I see is they have no foundation to build on. And this happens from the smallest startups that we work with up to enterprise Fortune 10 organizations. And many people in small and medium-sized business think, well, you know, I have an excuse because I have no people, I have no budget, I have no time, I have no money, right? And the truth is you actually may have more of those things than even some of the corporate folks because having spent 15 years working in corporate America, sometimes you don't have a lot of budget and you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of resource. So we're all in this together, my friends, whether you're in a small company or a large company, there was never a marketer that I've ever heard say, I have so much time and resource and budget to execute this social and content marketing plan that I just, I don't know what to do with it. I'm just going to start throwing money out the window, said no marketer ever. So 
no matter the size of your company, size of your team, you must have a foundation for which you are building your content marketing strategy, your social marketing strategy, your digital marketing strategy, your business strategy. Your plan needs to have goals. You need to have objectives. You need to have key performance indicators. We call those KPIs. What are your metrics for success? Because you're never going to know if you are successful if you don't define what success looks like. And saying we are going to become a more content focused organization or we're going to become a more social business, you know, by next year, October 30th. That's not a realistic goal because the only guarantee we have is change. Okay. Becoming a more content driven organization, you need to break that down into specific tactics, into specific actions. You need to know why are you doing what you're doing? And then you need to also focus on things like call to actions. What are the call to actions that you have to offer your audience, right? What are the things that you can provide to them that are actually going to help them solve their problems? And I encourage you to dig through some of my recent episodes. I've done into this. I've given you examples. I have worksheets that will help you. So take a, a stroll through some of my other podcasts. I have 190 podcasts now with this one. And so there are tons of resources. You can listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, go to socialzoomfactor.com, my blog, pammarketingnut.com. All right. But you need to know your own business. You need to know your market. You need to know your audience. You need to be building community and you need to have a plan for where you're going to be building that community. How are you going to be building that community? Why are you building that community? What content are you going to share? How can you make that content more shareable, more discoverable? You need to come to grips with what these things mean, okay? And if I'm talking far above your head right now, I apologize, but you these are the things you're going to have to dig into. And if you need to get help from a third party, get help from a third party. Our agency, The Marketing Nuts, would be happy to help you or dive into, do some Google searches and dive into the web. Check out blogs like what I've mentioned to you. Mistake number two is ignoring the data and only going with your gut, okay? I am a huge uh, gut person. So a lot of times in life and business, I go with my gut and my gut is very, very rarely wrong. However, I am also a data person. And when it comes to content marketing, specifically digital marketing, social media marketing, you need to be looking at the data because I'll tell you, my gut feeling a lot of times is is proven wrong by data. And where I'm usually wrong is when I am wanting to change things up. So, you know, as marketers, we tend to want to keep things really, really fresh. We like to change landing pages and all those things all the time. We think we need to go in a different direction with our homepage and content. But I'll tell you many times when I'm thinking, you know what, I really need to change these things up. I need to just do a relaunch of our blog or a website. When I go and look at the data, the data tells me it's working amazingly. So there have been many times that when I look at the data, I say, you know what? That's not my focus right now. It's working. And it's one of those things like if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? So use the data to your advantage and become best friends with Google Analytics, okay? Google Analytics is absolutely a gold mine for any digital, social, and content marketer, okay? You need to use the data to know what content is working. So take a look at your Google Analytics and look at things like your bounce rate. How 
how quickly are people bouncing out of your site? How, um, what pages are they bouncing out of? Why are they bouncing out of? And what a bounce rate is, is when somebody comes to your blog or website and they immediately bounce out and go somewhere else. Okay. You need to know what page people are bouncing out of. You have about five to seven seconds in order to grab somebody and bring them into your website. If your page hasn't loaded in 10 to 15 seconds, you are out of luck, my friends. So you need to know the data. Is your content visually appealing? Is it able for them to be able to read it? Um, What is the data telling you? What content is doing really, really good? What content is doing really poor, right? How can you optimize what's doing good? And then balance the gut with the data and make sure that you are making data-driven decisions everywhere that you possibly can. Mistake number three is too much selling and self-promotion versus focus on providing value to your audience. And this is a huge one because many times, particularly organizations and marketing and business leaders who may be new to online marketing and content marketing, and maybe they've just kind of fallen behind because I've seen a lot of organizations with the fall of the economy the last 10 to 15 years where they are just running you know, really on a shoestring budget and with really tight resources and and time and investment. And so they've lost some of that expertise. They, you know, they're just trying to keep the lights on. And what happens with this is then they start to create a content marketing plan and it becomes all about themselves. Okay. So if this is you and you've fallen into this trap, that's okay. The first step is just to become aware of it. If the majority of your content, if you, if you create a content marketing calendar and you use the content calendar that I told you to make sure you download the template and start to get that ready for 2016. And you are looking at the content and you're having a hard time filling in the columns that say, what audience is that? Is this content for? And if it's really just all about your call to action to try to sell more product, you're probably doing too much selling and promotion and not enough value to your audience. And you need to know what are those core problems that your customer has? What are the core issues that you can help your customer solve. And if you answer those questions, that's going to be the fastest route for you to be able to provide content that is going to help your audience solve those problems. There's there's no way around it. And the more you know about your audience, the more that you can help them and the more that you can build the right content foundation that has the right value for the reader, the listener, the the viewer, you know, whatever content medium you're using, and it has the right call to action based on value, your content is going to sell itself. And I talked a lot about this in episode 188, and I gave you some solid strategies and tips on how to write for your ideal audience. So I encourage you to check that out. But when you are writing for your audience, your content will sell itself and it will help sell your products and or services. And I'll tell you, close to 100% of our leads are inbound and referral. So that means our business, our new business, our leads, our new customers come to us through our online channels and through referrals from other clients. We don't have to sell. I don't have a salesperson that has to go out on the streets and sell, okay, or go to tons of networking meetings and try to sell our products. Our platform sells for us. My platform of content marketing works when I'm not working. 
So over the weekend, my podcast, my blog, my social channels are all generating leads for me and my business, our agency. And we do the same thing for our clients. So if you're, if your platform is not working for you, you need to really look at, are you selling too much? Are you self-promoting too much versus providing value? Because the best call to action to drive a sale is for you to provide something that is valuable to your audience. All right, mistake number four is not sticking to the plan, all right? So you have this beautiful plan you put together, you know your goals, you know your objectives, you know your key performance indicators, you know your audience, you're building community, you're creating shareable content, you're creating call to actions that are valuable for your audience and you're going down the right path, things are looking good and then all of a sudden comes a shiny object. Okay. Or all of a sudden comes something your competitor is doing. And before you know it, you're like that little squirrel peeping its head up saying, where, where do I go? Did I see a nut? Did I see a periscope? Did I see a blab? Did I see, you know, this piece of content I need to write because my competitor's writing about it. Wrong. Quit chasing your competition. Quit chasing shiny objects and focus on your customer. And when you are focused on your customer, you, you're going to know when is the right time to look at some of those shiny objects because you'll know whether your customer is moving there or not. You're going to be in their head. You're going to know what they need and want from you on a daily basis. You're going to know know what their, not only their demographics, but what their behaviors are, what their psychographics are. And you're going to, to be able to almost predict what platforms are going to go to. Okay. You're going to know, I bet you my client is really going to like this new platform that just launched. So some of those gut feeling decisions start to come in with the data. Okay. The more, you know, your customers. So instead of focusing on shiny objects, instead of over-focusing on competition, focus on your audience and stick to that plan. Mistake number five is not thinking like a publisher. So this basically means you are not thinking like a publisher. You are not thinking about creating a platform and creating content for people to consume and people to come there and view and see you as an authority, as a leader in your industry, in your larger ecosystem. Instead, you're thinking very small. You're thinking, you know, I'm just going to throw this piece of content out there so I can cross it off the list. I want you to think like a publisher. And today we have the opportunity, even as small businesses, medium and large businesses to knock the socks off of what some of these large publishers are doing. I have some of the biggest uh, media platforms out there, biggest brands coming to my personal blog, my podcast, wanting to sponsor it, wanting to talk to our Get Real Chat Twitter chat community. They paid thousands of dollars to sponsor these platforms. And so I want you to think like a publisher. How can you integrate that into your strategy? You can look at monetization options. You need to see value in your platform, in your content, and then others will too. All right. So we still have five more mistakes that I'm going to share with you. But before we dig into those, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. Please give them a listen and I'll be right back. 
Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com. With a Z.com. I'm back. Mistake number six is writing for Google versus your customer. Bottom line, of course, we need to optimize for SEO. We need to optimize for SMO, social media optimization, but we don't need to write for Facebook. Okay. Your content is going to do better on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn everywhere if you're writing for your customer, okay? And I talked a lot about this in episode 185 on how to create discoverable content that Google, humans, and the social networks will love. I encourage you to take a listen to that because it's too much for me to share here. But bottom line, write for your customer, not for Google and Mark Zuckerberg. Mistake number seven is not worrying about your headlines, Bottom line, headlines can make or break your content. So whatever the title is of that content can make or break it. You need to make sure you know your audience. You need to know your industry. You need to know how others are positioning the content. You need to know if the content uh, title is already saturated out there in the market. Do a Google search. And we just finished up an episode where I talk specifically about how you can utilize social media to test your own marketing campaigns and content. So I encourage you to check out episode 187 and I talk about how to test your own marketing programs and content. And that is a great way for you to learn more about using proper headlines and even content topics that you're selecting, making sure that those are the right selections. Mistake number 
eight is getting stuck in a rut and never innovating. So does this sound familiar? You get comfortable with a certain line of content, certain topics of content, and you tend to just write the same things over and over and over. Do you think your audience, your viewers, your readers, your listeners are not noticing that? You need to shake it up, okay? Also, don't fall into the echo chamber or follow all of your competition. Just because everybody else is writing about the latest Google Plus feature doesn't mean your blog needs to be taken over by that content, okay? Know your audience, know what's going to help you inspire your own audience, connect with your ideal customer and bring them closer to your brand. Do not fall into the echo chamber and make sure that you are continuously innovating, not even just the type of content that you're creating, the 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 conversations of the content, the topics of the content, the categories of the content, the themes of the content, but also the formats, okay? What is the mediums that you're using? Shake it up. If you've only been using text, try some audio content as a test. You know, the blog we were doing for years and then our own agency, we started doing video and podcasting and our audience absolutely loves it. And we initially just launched our podcast. It's been a year and a half now as a test um, to see how our market would respond. And now 95% plus of our content is all audio, right? And it works for our company and it works for our audience because they love not having to be tied to a screen. And I would do more video with my audience, but I know my audience, they are not sitting there staring at video all day. They don't have time. Most of our our listeners listen to our podcast in their cars when they're working out on the, their way home from work and, and while they're doing dishes, those types of things, whenever they have a spare moment, they're trying to learn. So know your audience and then know what formats are going to work for them and then shake some things up and now and then throw in the video, throw in the audio, throw in some live streaming, you know, for the right content and see where it takes you and where it can take you and your audience together. Mistake number nine, and this is huge, is terrible quality. Okay, quality absolutely matters. And we talked about this in episode 189 when we were talking about the content calendar, how important it is that you focus on quality. And here I'm talking about making sure you have proper visuals, visuals that are aligning to your brand architecture. Make sure you are utilizing the right keywords. Make sure that you are have proper spelling, like basic 101 things and grammar, that you're writing for the right educational level of content of your ideal customer and listener and viewer, okay? You need to have a piece of content that can be understood because that's what communication is. It's when we can communicate something and it can be understood and it can be acted on by the other person. If you're just blabbing, blabbing, blabbing and nobody can understand what you're saying, you're talking so fast or you're talking so slow, you're driving them crazy and they're not getting the point of what you're saying. Maybe you're talking too much. You need to focus on the quality. Less is truly more. And if you are not good at spelling, if you're not good at grammar, if you're not good at making things visually be appealing, if I if I land on your blog or your website and the fonts are all over the place and you have typos and you know th- things are just not lining up correctly and I can't view it on a mobile device correctly, what am I going to think of your brand? You may have spent a ton of time working on that content and getting to know your customer and selecting topics and themes, but your execution 
solution may be truly falling down. And it could be a matter of just bringing in an outside person or agency or consultant to help you clean those things up. And you could honestly have night and day results by fixing that user experience. So quality, customer experience, reader experience, visual experience, you know, listening experience absolutely matters. Mistake number 10 is not owning your platform or the distribution of your content. So here we're talking about making sure you are not putting all your eggs into a basket you don't own. Okay. So in this regard, we're talking about content marketing eggs. You can't put them all on Facebook or all on medium.com or all on tumblr.com or all on wordpress.com. You need to own your blog. You need to own your platform. You need to know that you are going to have control of that in a year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years. Okay. If you invest everything you have on only putting long form content up on Facebook and Facebook changes that in a year from now, what's going to happen? You're going to not be in very good shape, right? And many people saw this happen once Facebook started to decrease the amount of organic views of content for brands who had spent, you know, thousands to millions of dollars getting more quote unquote likes for their brand pages. And then all of a sudden Facebook pulled the plug and said, aha, you're going to have to pay me now for people to see that content. Some of those brands wound up in a world of hurt. So you're seeing now people cycling back to also making sure they're focusing on their own content, make sure that you have, you know, a syndication strategy. Where do you want your content to be syndicated? Uh, What other platforms and media outlets in your industry already have a community, already have content? It's about the OPC, other people's content, other people's community. What other content communities can you tap into? People who already have a listening ear for that syndicated site and maybe you could guest post there. Maybe you could syndicate your content there. That can bring exponential results. Maybe you need to look at influencer programs. You know, our agency can help you with that. Do you have a media strategy combining paid media, earned media, own media? You need to know what your platform is doing for you. Is it working when you're not working? And if you don't have a distribution plan and you can't answer these questions, that's why I put the hardest questions at the end, kind of the the first one was hard. You need that foundation. You need the objectives. You need the KPIs. And then mistake number 10 is not owning your entire platform and your distribution strategy. If you can't answer these questions, my guess is you're probably also struggling with having a measurable ROI, measurable results. You don't know how to move that needle one way or the other to improve those business and marketing results. So there you have it. 10 mistakes in a nutshell for content marketers. I hope that this content today has helped you. I hope maybe if you're making some of these mistakes, it's opened your eyes to it a little bit. And I don't mean to be beating you down and saying, you stink, you stink, you know, you're terrible. Stop content marketing. Don't even try it. My goal is the opposite. I hope that you can see some of these behaviors that maybe you weren't even aware of that may be really hurting your success. And so you can really, you know, do a little bit of deep thinking and and looking at your plan and saying, you know, are there areas that I could quickly turn the dial on this and and focus and and think about some of the things that I said today and I encourage you to go back some of to some of our prior episodes, go take a look at our content calendar. We covered that in episode 189 and then I will make sure I put some links to a ton of resources for you on content marketing and building out your platform. The show notes page for this episode, just go to socialzoomfactor.com 
com slash 190 and everything will be there for you to easily access, listen to and download. And as always, check us out on iTunes as well. So there you have it in a nutshell, 10 content marketing mistakes. Best of luck and success to you in the year to come. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.